Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Nirvana Fahardi. She is a reg tech pioneer, thought leader, author, and keynote speaker. Nirvana, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Christopher. So we have listeners from 92 countries, and I never want to assume that they know or don't know what you do. And one of the most fascinating, 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 and most intelligent men I have ever met, or people I've ever met, literally, he was in reg tech. His name is Amias Garrities. He's based out of DC, literally helped the former U.S. treasurer during the whole recession. And literally, he's actually, I think, the first guy I know in reg tech. So people in reg tech is what I'm saying is really smart. So just <laughs> prefacing it our listeners to let them know that they should be getting ready and putting their seatbelts on and putting their popcorn in their mouth because um, I'm excited to learn from you. So tell us what Thank reg tech you. is. So I actually know Myers quite well. We both sit on the Reg Tech Council. So oh, wow, okay. Christopher, yeah, absolutely. So look, we're, we're in the midst of the fourth industrial revolution and technology is leading the way. And you have huge, massive advances of the last several decades. And they kind of give us a preview into a future that was previously reserved for science fiction and dreamers, right? But there's another kind of side to this utopian promise of the world that's made faster, wealthier, healthier, and more connected by tech. And that could be, you know, the insidious invasion of our rights, privacy, different political narratives, money flows, storylines, and, you know, social cohesion. So as humans, I think, you know, I'm going about uh, a long way about explaining this, but stick to me, stick to me, there's a method behind my madness. But, you know, we have, as humans, the manipulation um, of the only two things that we have as humans are, you know, our time and our attention. And for all the awe and wonder that we're seeing in the promise of technology and the future advances that we're seeing, there's still a, you know, cold, harsh reality uh, that's kind of in front of us in the abuse of this kind of technology, where it goes and the boundaries it's trying to pro, um, push against. So the re role of regulatory technology is to kind of help mitigate that. And the role of a regulatory oversight is to serve as a kind of filter. And this is a filter, I guess, to uh, designed to protect, enhance, clarify and support the lives of um, lives and privacy and health and well-being of the very people that kind of throw themselves in there, like my grandmother, you know, she uses Facebook, but she's got 10 Facebook accounts, 10 Instagram accounts, 10 <laughs> Twitter accounts, you know. 10 Facebook accounts? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, she's very sophisticated, <laughs> but she keeps forgetting her password. Oh my <laughs> so she God. keeps opening a new one. Absolutely. She even has a LinkedIn account. I, why? I don't know. But anyway. But, so but let's, go, let's, go from, let's go sure. from the macro of reg tech to the micro meaning. How does that apply to the everyday person? So for instance, pick one technology and just share with us, okay, if there's no regulation, this is what will happen. But with regulation, this is what can happen. So let's just really paint that picture so that our listeners can understand. So, you know, in terms of data privacy, for example, right, you know, we all go on to websites and we do different things and, um, you know, you go and look at something and then your information is just out there in the public sphere in the terms of, you know, um, these social media platforms. For example, again, my grandmother, she <laughs> has all these accounts. <laughs> I use her as an example, you know, she's brilliant. 
she has all these accounts and what have you, and sometimes she doesn't quite get the concept of what these social media platforms are. For example, she's, you know, going on Facebook and there's a news feed and she says, people are coming onto my account and they're posting things. I said, nobody's coming into your account and posting things. But what we do need to ensure is when somebody isn't so um, tech savvy, for example, like older people, more vulnerable people, RegTech helps enable to put parameters at the design stage and development stage of a product to ensure that there are those parameters in place to help individuals and protect the consumer in terms of, for example, data privacy. We've seen a lot of regulations around that. Now, one of the things, um, I don't know if you're familiar or your listeners are familiar uh, with the uh, Data Privacy Act, the GDPR, which came out in Europe. And that really was one of the regulations that for the first time promoted um, the use of technology at the design phase when they were implementing these kind of regulations and policies to help protect consumers from going down the um, rabbit hole as it were. Interesting. I'm curious, why did you personally decide to go into RegTech? I mean, it sounds like you're a very intelligent, ambitious person. Why (laughs) RegTech of all fields to go into? Well, you know what? Um, So I started, I think it was around, I was in financial services, so that's what my background is. And um, around 2014, we were faced with a very uh, large recast of a regulation in the financial services markets in Europe, which was called MIFID. Um, And it was very tactical. The way the firms were applying the regulation was very tactical and um, uh, manual in nature. And the changes that had to be made cost firms billions to implement for the new infrastructure to you know, be able to um, uh, uh, enable the new regulations to be rolled out. And we had compliance departments that were struggling and what have you. So myself and some peers in industry started thinking about how we can make the process a lot more automated, how we can help bring down the compliance costs um, and make it more efficient and also the resource costs because not everybody, what happened with this regulation was there was um, so much demand for resources, but not people just didn't have the experience for it and they needed to be upskilled, et cetera. So we thought, you know, with the use of technology, why can't we automate some of these processes? Because some of them are quite tick boxy processes that can be done with you know, intelligent technology like AI, machine learning, blockchain, et cetera, to help firms to reduce their costs. Because at the end of the day, if you're in financial services, for example, your main business is not regulation. Your main business is to generate revenue. Regulation often uh, can hinder some businesses in doing what they need to do and shift their focus. So by taking this and automating processes and allowing them to be more efficient and more cost effective because compliance departments don't generate revenue, they're a cost center. Um, We were able to help firms um, address some of those gaps that they were missing and to uh, enable them to do that. So I started working and some of the challenges that we found in industry was, you know, you had regulators saying you can do this or you can't do that, but they didn't understand the level of sophistication of the technology, first and foremost, or the technology and how they could apply it. So really, one of the things that I did, and, you know, we mentioned uh, Amias, um, you know, with the RegTech Council, which uh, I was one of the founding members of, was to create a kind of forum where 
all the ecosystem stakeholders, whether it was the regulator, whether it was the buy side or the sell side, um, vendors, trading venues, could have a place to come together, to sit around the table, to collaborate. Because RegTech, for it to be successful, also needs to have a level of collaboration with industry and stakeholders. And not really to say sit there and veto things, but to really get their heads around the technology and how it works and how they can move forward to make a more efficient ecosystem within financial services. And of course, this is something that doesn't just apply to financial services. So any sector that, you know, whether it's healthcare, oil and gas, telco, real estate, these sectors all um, are impacted by different regulations. So we can help to automate processes, make more efficiencies and more cost effectiveness for firms. Yeah, I mean, frankly, every, frankly, every firm has technology baked into it because if they're not, they're not going to do well and they can't scale. So the vast majority of our guests are business owners, Nirvana. So what's a principle, a theme, or a, a understanding that a basic thing that they need to really consider every single day for their company relative to this reg tech world that you're in? Well, what's happened right now is, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we're in the, this digital era where technology is kind of leading the way and they have to be savvy and efficient. Uh, with the current global uh, pandemic crisis that we have, our timeline to embracing digital um, transformation has accelerated a hundredfold. You've got people working from home now, everybody on Zoom and, um, you know, Google Hangout or, you know, all these different platforms. and um, it's also looking at in the expanding their infrastructure, their work infrastructure to people's homes in some circumstances because they can't travel. How do they protect uh, their firm and how do they protect um, their consumers? So in the context of, for example, compliance and trading, if a trader has to work from home because they're stuck at home, how is that monitored? Because one of the biggest regulations is monitoring and supervising. You know, the compliance department has to ensure that trades are not being carried out maliciously or, um, you know, um, uh, wrongly, as it were. Um, but, you know, so how do you uh, take that infrastructure outside of the organization, the brick and mortar building that you have into someone's home. Uh, so RegTech really kind of looks at different systems as of, of different technologies. I was very fortunate to work with a lot of startups and see that to put those parameters in place and by taking those regulations into consideration. Now it could be something around anti-money laundering or regulatory reporting or monitoring um, trades and transactions. There are different various technologies that can be applied to put those protective parameters in place to enable um, organizations to make sure that they can stay safe, their business is compliant, and really, you know, how also do we maximize the efficacy of technology's impact while we're ensuring, you know, fair playing fields for everybody and also protecting the consumer at the same time. And, you know, where the- That's fascinating. Nirvana, yeah. sorry, we have, this is more of a short form podcast, so I would have loved to sure. hear more. I'm sorry, can I, I can go on quite a lot, forgive <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. No worries. How can our guests connect with you and read your books and, and, and hire you as a speaker? Absolutely. So uh, they can reach me at uh, www.nirvanafarahidi.com or my LinkedIn profile again, Nirvana Farahidi, and they can reach out to me on any of those platforms. Nirvana, thanks again for being on our podcast. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Christopher. You too. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. 
If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.